Hello everyone and welcome to episode three of the Build Your Dreams podcast. I am so, so excited about this episode. But first of all, if you don't know me, my name is Laura Hibbert. I'm 24 from Manchester in the UK. I'm a social media entrepreneur, business owner and mentor and all round positivity advocate. And that is exactly what you can find on this podcast all things business, all things mindset and all things about building your dreams. Before we get started, all I ask is that you take a screenshot of you listening to this podcast and share it on your stories, status, wherever you like. All you have to do is tag me. So you can find me on Instagram at laurahibbert96. So that's at L-A-U-R-A-H-I-B-B-E-R-T-9-6. I would be so, so appreciative if you can do that and get the name of this podcast out there. So I did a poll the other day on my Instagram asking my followers what exactly they would like me to do a podcast on and I cannot believe how many people asked for this. So that is exactly what I am doing this podcast on, something that you all asked for and the topic of today's podcast is all about self-belief. So with self-belief, I'm going to talk about negative and positive self-talk because I think this is something that is really, really important and more often than not, we are speaking to ourselves in a negative manner, which obviously is only going to have negative outcomes on our lives. So I want you to think about it this way. You are where you are today because you thought yourself to this position, to this point, to this place in your life where you are right now. So just to give you an example of that, you know, I'll talk about myself a bit here. So all of my life, I thought the only way I could be successful or create, you know, a good amount of income for myself was to go to school, get good grades and get a good job. And those were my thoughts, okay? That is what I thought the whole of my entire growing up. I was that goody-goody two-shoes in school, always trying to, you know, do my best, always trying to do extra work. Like, I even stayed behind school and did an an extra statistics GCSE just because I thought, well, I want to be the cleverest. So I pushed myself and made sure I got an extra statistics GCSE, which I did not need to do at all. But this was because my thoughts, you know, made me think, okay, I need to do all I can. I need to go to school. I need to get those good grades because good grades are what going to is what's going to get me a good job. So that was exactly what I did all the way up until uni. So I went to uni and I studied law and going into uni, I thought, you know, I'm going to go, I'm going to get my law degree. I'm going to come out. I'm going to be a solicitor. I'm going to be a lawyer. I'm going to make all of this money. You know, I'm going to make my parents proud. This is what they wanted. And those are my thoughts all the way up until university. That is what I truly, truly believed was the path for me. I thought that was the path I was going to go down. I thought that was the career I was going to take. I thought I was going to be a lawyer. So I did the work that was required to do that. Went to school, got the good grades, got into uni and started studying law. So remember what I said, you are where you are today because you thought yourself to this position, this this point in your life. So my thoughts took me to that place. They took me to university. They took me to do that law degree because that was what I thought. That was what I believed. Remember, this podcast is going to be about self-belief and it all comes down to your thoughts. So it was only when I was at uni that my thoughts changed and I started to think, you know, this isn't something that I want to do. 
I started to look at other people on social media who hadn't gone down that same path as me, people who were self-employed, people who were making a lot of money and my thoughts began to change and it was at that point that I started to absolutely hate university and I started to hate my law degree, I you know, hated going to university, I hated going into the classes, I started getting really bad anxiety, it completely destroyed my confidence, Um, I was not the same person that I am today, if you would have saw me, seen me, saw me, you know, three years ago when I was at uni, you would think it was a completely different person to what I am today. So the thoughts that I had been having for like 21 years began to change and I decided you know this isn't the path for me the self-talk that I was telling myself was this isn't for you you're not happy you don't really want to do this like you need to find something else and that was when and thank god that was when I come across the opportunity that I now do full-time so my social media business that was when I come across this opportunity like I said, my thoughts began to change. So I saw my mentor doing really, really well on her Instagram. And you know, this impacted my thoughts. And I started to think in a way of, okay, well, if she's done it, then why can't I? And this is something that I absolutely swear by. Like if anyone is in my team, in my business, you'll know I say this all the time. But if it's been done before, it can be done again. And this is where the self-belief kicks in. So I started to think, you know, well, if she's done it, then why can't I? If, you know, hundreds of people have done this before, then why can't I? If thousands of people are making money on social media, then why can't I? What makes them so different to me? What means that they can do it, but I can't? So for me, seeing other people be successful, seeing other people do the things that I, you know, want to do, seeing other people where I want to be instills that self-belief within me. And I hope this is something that people can take away from this is if it's been done before, why can't it be done again? If they can do it, why can't you? And I want you to ask yourself these questions. And if you can really, really give yourself, you know, a genuine you know, answer to those questions of why it can't be you, then okay. But I guarantee that if you sit down and ask yourself, well, if she's done it, why can't I? And really get deep into, well, why can't I? You won't be able to answer it because what makes somebody else so different to you? And I'm just going to talk a little bit about the network marketing industry because I know that's where a lot of these, you know, the listeners that do listen to this podcast are from, are from within the network marketing industry. We all come from different backgrounds, like no one within network marketing is the same. It doesn't matter whether you've come from a rich background or a poor background. It doesn't matter whether you have a law degree or don't have a law degree. It doesn't matter whether you have a million qualifications or no qualifications. It doesn't matter whether you have experience or no experience. There is not one person within the network marketing industry who is like another person. So when you're asking yourself the question of, well, if she can do it, if he can do it, why can't I? You really, really cannot give yourself a like validating answer because 
anyone can do this you do not need to fit in a certain type of box to have success within the network marketing industry and I would say that also goes for any other kind of industry you know taking it back to when I was at uni I haven't come from you know a particularly rich background I've literally come from a working class family and I went to uni and I studied law and I got really, really good grades. I got a 2-1, which is the second from top grade that you can get within university. But there was also people within my class who come from, you know, really rich families and went to private schools prior to coming to university and they still got the same grades as me. So what I'm going with there is you don't need to fit in a certain type of box to have success success comes from within it doesn't come from where you've come from what background you have what experiences you've had you know it really really doesn't matter about any of that success comes from within and it all starts with self-belief so like I said I'm going to talk about positive and negative self-talk and because we're on the subject of self-belief so the two different things that we're going to talk about here are positive self-talk which is self-belief okay and negative self-talk which is self-doubt so to make this even more powerful we're going to visualize this okay because I absolutely love visualizing stuff it makes it so much more powerful and hopefully it can really really have an impact on you guys so I want you to, to imagine that you are splitting your body in half straight down the middle okay so where your nose is you're going to split your head and your body straight down the middle now one half let's say the left side of your body is this negative side it's this side it's this side that is filled with self-doubt okay and then on the right hand side you've got this positive side and this is the side that is full of self-belief so let's imagine that these two sides are like two little men in your head okay so on the left side you've got the little negative man who is filling you with self-doubt and on the right side you've got the positive little man who is filling you with self-belief first of all we're going to go down the negative side okay so i want you to imagine that you wake up in the morning and the little man the little negative man in the left side of your head is saying oh i don't want to get up today I really don't want to go to work today. Oh, work is such a stressful place. There's going to be traffic on the way to work. I cannot be bothered seeing Karen in work. Like, she really, really winds me up. I don't want to go and see Karen. I just know that there's going to be a pile of work there for me when I get to work. And I just really, really cannot be bothered. And you know what? I just, I can't be asked. Like, I'm not worth this. I am not worthy of having a good job. Like, I'm so sad where I am. And this person just keeps going and going and going and going. And he never shuts up. So you might be thinking now, oh my God, Laura, he never shuts up. The voice inside me, that little man that talks to me all day long, or little woman, whoever it, he or she is, they don't shut up, they talk to you constantly and they are constantly filling you with negative thoughts, negative, negative, negative Nellies, okay? Then the self-doubt kicks in. So not only is this little man being really, really negative, but now he's filling your head with doubt. So let's say, for example, at work, you have been asked to maybe give a presentation or something 
and the little man comes in it's straight into your head and he's like nope you can't do that you're not good enough you're not confident enough you'll never be able to give a presentation in front of people you're too shy you are not good enough to do that what happens if you cry oh my god what happens if you burst out crying whilst you're giving the presentation what happens if your hands start shaking what happens if your voice starts going really really trembly and all these thoughts spiral in your head and the self-doubt has fully fully kicked in and before you know it you are self-talking yourself out of doing the presentation you're self-talking yourself out of giving the presentation which is something that could absolutely change your life so instead of filling your head with confidence and positive self-talk and self-belief that you can do this instead you are completely completely writing it off and you are focusing so much on the future and you're, you're focusing on stuff that hasn't even happened yet. You've not even given the presentation. You don't even know what the presentation is on yet. But already you have visualised your future in your head. You visualise yourself giving the presentation and it all going wrong. And you've talked yourself out of it before you've even had chance to fully, fully give it some time of day and give it a little bit of focus and give it even just a smidge of self-belief. Honestly, guys, and I say this from personal experience, there will be no bigger battle than the battle you will have with the army of self-doubt in your head. And it's something that can really, really kill off people's dreams because you are writing your dreams off before you've even tried. You're letting your focus on the future and focus on made-up scenarios in your head, put you off achieving your dreams, and it's just not right. This is something we need to fix. So now instead, let's go to the other side of your brain. So remember, we've split our body into half, straight down the middle from the nose. We've got the left side, which is the negative self-doubt. Let's call that little man or woman negative Nelly. Now we're going to go to the right side and this is the positive side. This is the side that has lots and lots of self-belief and we'll call this side positive poly. So we've got negative Nelly and positive poly. So let's say the same scenario. We wake up in the morning and this time our little positive poly is like, oh my God, I cannot wait to get out of bed today. I'm so grateful I get to experience another day on this amazing, amazing earth. I'm so grateful I've got a job to go to today. I cannot wait, you know, to get in my car. Even if there's a little bit of traffic, I still get to listen to my podcast in the car. I cannot wait to get to work and see my friends. You know, I'm so, so blessed that I've actually got a job because some people, you know, they don't have a job to go to. Some people are really struggling right now. Like, I'm so grateful that I've got all of this money from this job that I've got. And then you get to your job and you see all of your friends and you have a coffee and then your manager might ask you to do the presentation and you're like, oh my God, yeah, like I'm a bit nervous, I'm a bit scared, but I'm really, really looking forward to it because this is a chance for me to step outside of my comfort zone. This is something that I've been wanting to do it. And instead of your head filling you with self-doubt, instead of the negative Nelly filling your brain with all of this self-doubt, positive Polly is going to come along and she is going to fill it with some self-belief. So Polly is here and Polly is saying, oh my God, 
I'm so excited to give the presentation. I cannot wait to talk about this subject because I'm really, really passionate about it. I can't wait to step outside my comfort zone. Like I'm really growing as a person and you know what? I'm actually so, so proud of myself for doing this. I can just see it giving me such a big confidence boost and that's exactly what I need right now. And I've been asked to do the presentation for a reason. Like my boss can clearly see potential in me. He clearly thinks I'm good enough. You know, I'm worthy of doing this. I am confident. Like I can do this. I can do this. Other people have given presentations. Like I seen Karen do the presentation last week and she absolutely smashed it. So if she can do the presentation, then I can do it. Now guys, can you see the difference there between the negative Nelly on the negative self-doubt side and the positive Polly on the positive self-belief side? The difference is absolutely massive. Now, like I was saying, you might be listening to this and you might be thinking, oh my God, Laura, you are so right. Like there's always a negative Nelly and a positive Polly in my brain because sometimes guys we all have self-doubt like it's completely normal I've had lots of self-doubt before like please you know don't think that it's not a normal thing to have it's human like it's human nature and we're all most of us are brought up you know in a socially and like a social environment where self-doubt is just the norm but we all have an internal voice and this is something that you can become really, really conscious of. The internal voice is talking to you 24-7. The internal voice never, ever shuts up. When you're trying to go to sleep at night, the internal voice is trying to keep you awake. The thoughts that you have before you go to bed, the thoughts that you have as soon as you open up your eyes in the morning, it's the internal voice talking to you. Whether it's talking positive or negative, the internal voice never ever shuts up. It's there with you 24-7. So why, why on earth would you want to be talking to yourself in a negative manner 24-7? Can you imagine, just imagine this for a second, like I said, I always love to use like visualisation. Imagine if the voice that talks to you in your head 24-7 was like your best friend sat next to you. So imagine if you could take that self-talk out of your head, sit it next to you on the sofa if you're listening to this on the sofa right now, sit it next to you in the car if you're listening to this in the car right now, take it out of your head, sit that person next to you and just let it talk and talk and talk because like I said, it never shuts up. So imagine if it was talking to you next to you and it was saying you can't do this you can't do that you're not good enough you're not worthy enough you don't deserve this you know you'll never be able to do that only he can do that only she can do that it will never ever happen to you if that was like your best friend sat next to you talking to you like this you would not put up with it so just because the person talking to you is inside your head it's inside your brain and not sat next to you on the sofa or sat next to you in the car why does that mean that you should put up with that person talking shit to you 24-7, filling your head with all of this self-doubt? Like I said, if it was your best friend who was sat next to you and was saying all of these things to you, you would bin that best friend off. You would not be best friends with that person anymore because you would be like, oh my god, this person is draining, this person is draining the living life, the living soul out of me, like I cannot listen to this person anymore, so just because that person is in your head, just because that voice is internal, 
Why should you listen to it all the time? Why should you think just because that internal voice has said that you're not good enough, that you're not deserving enough, that you're not worthy enough, why do you then believe that is true? Why do you believe all of the doubt that the internal voice tells you is true? Why do you believe all of the negative things that that internal voice tells you is true? Well, it's not true. It's just one half of your brain filling your head with doubt. That is all it is. And if it can fill your head with doubt, if it can fill your being with doubt and make you feel like you're not good enough or that you can't achieve certain things in life, then the other half surely can fill your brain and body and being with positive self-belief. So this is where it comes down to. If you can learn to control that internal voice to work for you, oh my God, you will thrive. Make the voice work for you. Stop listening to the self-doubt and start listening to the self-belief. Start listening to the empowering words that you can tell yourself. And if you are not telling yourself empowering, you know, words, if you are not filling your head with empowering thoughts every single day, then this is something that you need to start doing. Because the more empowering thoughts you can have, the less self-doubt you can have, the less negative self-talk that you can have. I mean, guys, it's your brain after all. So make the internal voice work for you instead of it constantly working against you, instead of it constantly, you know, draining you, make it work for you, make it work for you, make it, you know, believe in all of your dreams, make it real, make it work for you. So remember what I said at the start of this podcast, you are where you are today because you thought yourself to this position, to this point of your life, okay? Also, we experience what we focus on. So if you are constantly focusing on the negatives, if you are constantly focusing on why you can't do something, if you are constantly focusing on other people, comparing yourself, why aren't I good enough, all these different kinds of things, then that's what's going to show up in your life. So let's say, for example, you are constantly focusing on how it won't work. Let's say you've just launched a business and straight away, the negative Nelly is on your shoulder, filling your head with doubt. You can't do it. You're not good enough. You're not like her. You're not like him. It'll never happen for you. What happens is you start to focus on how it won't work for you. And then what happens is you start to feel the pain that you associate with that thought. So when you think it won't work for me, I'm not good enough, what happens then is you start to feel the pain associated with that. So you genuinely feel deflated, you feel sad, you feel down, you feel disappointed, you feel all of these negative emotions because you're telling yourself that you can't do it. You're visualising it not happening for you. So then, guess what happens? It creates doubt and it creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. What that means is that happens. Those thoughts that you had, those negative emotions that you attach to those thoughts of it not happening, of you feeling disappointed, of you being let down, then shows up in your life itself fulfills itself. But if this can happen for the negative side, then it can also happen for the positive side and always, always remember that. 
So remember, like I said, we experience what we focus on. So let's say we start focusing on the good. We focus on a result. We focus on the thing that we want to accomplish. So let's say you've got a huge goal in your personal life, in your business. Like I genuinely don't care. This can apply to absolutely anything. But let's say for business, for example, you've got a huge goal that you really, really want to achieve. So what you start to do is focus on the result of you achieving the goal. You start to believe that you can actually accomplish this goal. You start to visualize yourself achieving that goal. You start to talk as if that goal has happened. You start to do some affirmations. You start to do some gratitude intentions. And you're focusing on the result so much and you can see the result happening. You can see the end goal. You can see it so, so clear in your head. The same things, the same thing happens that happened with the negative side. So you feel the pleasure. So instead of feeling the pain associated with those thoughts, you start to feel the pleasure that is associated with them thoughts. You feel the happiness that you will feel when you achieve those goals. You feel the excitement of ticking off that goal off your goal board. You start to feel all of these positive emotions. And then what happens is that creates confidence in those goals, that creates momentum, which is something I'm going to talk about in a second, and then that creates self-belief. So just from giving those two quick examples, you can really, really see how self-doubt is formed and also how self-belief is formed. Now guys, there's no magic formula. It's up to you to choose which thoughts am I going to listen to you know, am I really, really going to commit to this? And am I going to start controlling that internal voice and making it work for me instead of working against me? It all comes down to you and working on yourself. And it's not going to be easy. You know, self-doubt still creeps up in my head, but I know exactly how to control it. And I know exactly how to break down those self-doubts and fill myself with the self-belief that I know I deserve. Now, something that comes with self-belief is having confidence within yourself. And you might listen to this and think, Laura, I have absolutely no confidence within myself. And trust me, that's absolutely fine. Like I said, when I was at uni, I was a completely different person. I had no self-confidence. I genuinely used to have to go to my tutor and beg him not to make me do a presentation in front of people because public speaking was my worst fear. It was the ultimate nightmare for me. So I had no confidence whatsoever. I actually cried once when I had to give a presentation at uni. It was the worst experience of my life, but I just didn't believe in myself enough. I just really, really did not. I felt like I didn't deserve to be at uni. I felt like I weren't good enough to be at uni. I felt like I weren't posh enough to be at uni. I mean, you might be able to tell from my accent, but I'm quite common. I'm from Manchester everyone else like sounded really, really posh and it just completely got rid of all of my confidence. It was awful and I really did have no self-belief. Self-doubt, yes, I was full of self-doubt, constantly telling myself, you're not good enough, you don't deserve to be here, you know, you cannot speak in front of people, you cannot do that, it's too scary, you're not good enough. So, you know, I can talk about this on my podcast with, with a lot of personal experience because it's exactly what happened to me. So one way to start, you know, believing in yourself and having some self-belief 
is to have confidence within yourself. And like I said, from personal experience, I know how hard this can be to create that confidence within yourself. And it was only when I started my business that I really, really started to work on my confidence. And the way I did this was to push myself outside of those comfort zones. If you hate public speaking, you're not going to want to listen to this. This is going to be like the worst advice you're ever going to feel like you hear but it's real advice and it's the only advice that is going to help you with public speaking or whatever it is that you hate to do, you've got to face the fear and do it. So for me, public speaking was the worst thing in the world. Like I said, absolutely hated it. The only way for me to overcome that fear of public speaking was to do public speaking. So I had to force myself to do it, had to start doing lives on Facebook had to start standing up and speaking at events, had to start showing up as the leader that I knew I wanted to be. So you might be listening to this now thinking, but I can't do that, Laura, I cannot do a live, it's too scary, cannot do a video, it's too scary, cannot speak, I cannot give a presentation at work, it's too scary. Guys, the only way to get over that fear and to start believing in yourself and start creating confidence within yourself is just do it. Now, confidence is something that can be switched on and off in a moment, okay? You might not believe that, but it's very, very true. So when I first started going to these events with my business and I was asked to speak on stage, and don't get me wrong, I was absolutely petrified, the thing I had to do was switch on that confidence inside of me. And we all have this, we all have that inner confident king or queen you've all got that person deep deep within you for some of you it might not even be an issue to switch that confidence on you might be listening to this and thinking laura i know exactly what you're talking about i know exactly how to turn on that inner confidence i know exactly how to do it some of you that confidence is going to be a little bit deeper and you're going to have to do some searching to find it But I promise you, confidence is something that really, really can just be switched on. Confidence is a state of mind and confidence can come across a lot in your body language. So what I mean by that is, let's say, for example, let's go back to the presentation example. You've got to stand up and give a presentation at work or at uni, wherever you are, whoever you are listening to this, however it relates to you. You've got to give a presentation. What I mean is you stand up, shoulders back, head up, and you put that confidence on. You speak loud, you speak clear, you put that confidence on. Inside, inside your brain, you might be telling yourself, oh my God, this is the scariest thing I've ever, ever done. But your body language can come across in a completely different way. And what that body language will do is it will tell your brain that you are here, you are ready, you are confident and you are showing up and you are doing this. And most of all, you can do this and you do believe that you can do this. Remember, it all comes down to confidence. It all comes down to self-belief and both of these things are a state of mind. You can switch that self-belief on and off whenever you want to. You can switch that confidence on and off whenever you want to. It's all a state of mind. So next time you've got to do something and you need a little bit of confidence, say to yourself, I'm switching my confidence on right now. I'm standing up tall. I'm standing up proud. I've got this. I can do this. There's nothing stopping me. 
and I want you to fill your brain with positive Polly. Forget negative Nelly, we don't need him or her right now. We need positive Polly to show up, give us that self-belief and give us that self-talk that is going to come across in a positive manner and make us God damn, believe in ourselves because why shouldn't we believe in ourselves, guys? Like, why not? Why can't you do these things? A lot of times, self-doubt can be created by asking yourself rubbish questions. You know, saying to yourself, well, are you good enough? Why would you ask yourself if you're good enough? Remember the best friend situation I said, where if you could take that internal voice and put it next to you as if it was your best friend, would your best friend say to you, are you good enough? No, your best friend would not say that. So why are you saying it to yourself? Would your best friend say to you, are you good enough to do this? Are you confident? Are you pretty enough to do this? Are you good looking enough to do this? No, 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 no. Your best friend would not say any of those things to you. So why are you saying it to yourself? Instead of asking these rubbish questions, which are clearly going to create doubt in your mind, because when you say to yourself, are you good enough? Negative Nelly comes in and says, no, you're not good enough because that one time you needed to do something, you didn't do it and you didn't do it good enough. You didn't show up well enough. No, no, no. Negative Nelly, we do not need you here today. So when you're asking yourself these bad questions, these rubbish questions, negative Nelly is going to reply. But if you switch it around and ask yourself good questions, ask yourself better questions, positive Polly is going to come through and she or he is going to give you the right answer that you need. They are going to give you that self-belief that you need to move forward. So let's think of some better questions. Who do I want to show up as today? Okay, ask yourself every day, who do I want to show up as today? And positive Polly's going to come through and she's going to say, or he's going to say, I want to show up as a strong, independent person who believes in myself. I want to show up with confidence. I want to show up knowing exactly what I want, talking to exactly who I want to talk to, doing exactly what I want to do. I'm going to show up with confidence and belief in myself that I can do the tasks that I need to do today. Work on yourself every single day with the positive poly who's deep, deep inside you and do some tasks that are going to fill you with self-belief. Do some affirmations, do some I am. I am confident, I am strong, I am deserving, I am worthy do some journaling, write down exactly how you want the situation to pan out. So again, let's go back to the presentation situation or scenario and do some journaling, write exactly how you want to show up when you go and do the presentation and write exactly how you want it to go. I'm going to come across confident, I'm going to speak loudly, I'm going to stand up with my head held high and my shoulders back, I'm going to come across as a strong, independent, confident person. And if you're journaling it, you're going to create those feelings. Remember how I was saying before, we experience what we focus on. Well, if you're focusing on the presentation or whatever situation it is, I don't care. Whether you're focusing on the positives of that situation coming out, then it's going to happen. It's going to create, you know, some self-belief in yourself because you've wrote it. 
you've journaled it, you've wrote down exactly how you want it to go. So you believe that it can go well. If you're going for that promotion, then I want you to write down exactly what it feels like when you hit that promotion, when you hit that milestone in your business, when you hit that figure that you want to make in your business. I want you to write down as if it's happening right now, write down as if it happened yesterday, because what this will do, again, like I said, what you focus on will come into your life. So if you're constantly focusing on things going right and things going, you know, the way that you want it to go, then that's going to create some self-belief in you and it's going to help you believe that these things can genuinely happen in your life. Self-belief all comes down to you. You know, it's in the name, self. It's all down to you. It's not down to anyone else. It's not down to Bob down the road. It's not down to him to believe in you. This is self-belief. And if you believe that you can genuinely achieve things that you want to achieve, they will happen how do you expect anyone else to believe in you if you don't even believe in yourself, if you don't even believe in your goals? I want you to have that mindset of, if I can imagine it, I can achieve it. If I can see it in my mind, then I can hold it in my hand. I want you to get so attached to your goals that you can literally see them happening for you without a single inch of doubt entering your mind. Think of it this way, Everything that surrounds us in the life that we live in right now was just once a thought in someone's head. It was once just something in someone's imagination, something that somebody visualised. What I'm talking about is, let's give an example, let's say a car, okay? At one point in life, cars did not exist and somebody thought of a car, and I can, I can 100% guarantee that back then when there was no cars and somebody was going around saying, I'm going to create this thing that's got four wheels and it will be able to take people from one destination to another destination. I can guarantee hundreds and thousands of people laughed at that person and they said, it'll never be done. That's impossible. That can never happen. Did that person stop there? No, their self-belief was so strong that that person went out, drew the car up and created the car. And now, guys, we drive cars all day, every day without even batting an eyelid that once this was just somebody's thought. This was just a crazy, crazy idea in somebody's imagination. Imagine if that person who had the idea of creating the car stopped because people said, you can't do it. That, that'll never be done like in the future. You can't do that. It's not been done before. Imagine if he stopped. Imagine if he let the self-doubt creep in and say, no, this is a stupid idea. It can't be done. We wouldn't be driving around in cars today. You know, every household wouldn't have a car if that person stopped right there and listened to what everyone else said. Instead, he focused on that self-belief and thought, you know what? I can do this. I will do this. Bam cars are everywhere. That was a crazy, crazy example, but I really hope that that opens your eyes and makes you think, oh my God, that is so, so true. Like this is how important self-belief is. Think of it this way. There was a time in your life where you wasn't good at the things you are good at now, okay? This is why you should believe in yourself 
Because at one point in your life, you didn't have the things that you had right now. At one point in your life, you couldn't do the things that you could do today. Let's say, for example, there was a time in my life where I couldn't do public speaking, okay? It was my worst nightmare. It's what absolutely terrified me the most, but I knew I had to get over it. I worked on myself and it took a lot of work. It took a lot of months of working on myself. And I believe that one day, you know what, Laura, you can genuinely, genuinely overcome this fear. And what happened? I overcame it. I've spoke now on stage in front of 400 people with a microphone in my hand. I've hosted events. I'm constantly going live on my social media. I'm doing a podcast for God's sake. Like Laura three years ago wouldn't have been able to do this, but Laura now can do all these things. And that's because of the self-belief I have within myself. I knew if I wanted to become the leader that I am today, I needed to do that internal work and I needed to believe in myself. And that is exactly what some of you guys need to do. You need to turn off that negative side of your head, okay? You need to focus on the positive. You need to instill all these positive thoughts into your brain so that your belief in yourself thrives and thrives and thrives and grows and grows and grows every single day. Self-belief is very much a process, but it's a process that you can decide to work on right now. Not tomorrow, not next week, not next month, not next year. Don't make it a New Year's resolution to decide to, you know, believe in yourself. You can start believing in yourself right now. You've just got to focus on the good, focus on the positives and try your best to shut out that negative Nelly, the self-doubt, shut out that side and focus on the positives and start asking yourself better questions. And trust me, if you start asking better questions, you know what you're going to get? Better answers. So that is it for today's episode, for today's podcast. I really, really hope this has helped some people. Like I said at the start, I would be so appreciative if you could screenshot this, put it on your social medias and don't hesitate to reach out. If you feel like, you know, you really, really connected with this podcast, you feel like it's helped you in any way at all, please, please don't hesitate to reach out to me. I absolutely love connecting with you guys and thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for listening to this. It's really, really appreciated and I cannot wait for the next one. Thank you. Bye.